you, thank you. My life is yours. When all of us who are believers say that and do that, the whole world will be changed. Somebody say amen. Amen. Our scripture lesson for this morning is found in the book of Psalms. Psalm number 42. Psalm number 42, verses 5 through 6, and then verse 11. So as your ears are ready to hear, your heart ready to receive, let us stand out of reverence for God's holy word. And listen now for the word of the Lord. This is a time in our scripture in the life of King David when he is depressed by all the things that are going on in his personal life and in the life of his people. And so David asked God, why? And he asked himself, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted, sad, upset within me? And David then answers himself, hope in God, for I shall again praise him. My help and my God. Sometimes we find that depression takes a while to leave for. When it's deep, the Bible will repeat itself. And so in verse 11, here he asks again, why? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within? Hope in God, for I might not be now, but again, I'm going to praise him one day. Because he is, in the midst of all of this, David said, he is still my help and my God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I'm amazed at how our lectionary readings can be so in tune all of the time with what's going on in our hearts, minds, and in the world today. Look at someone and smile. Hey Amen. It's hard to smile sometimes, but we have to smile. Anyhow, anyhow. Say, neighbor. It's okay to ask why. 
pray with me. God, as I come before you and your people, I ask that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it. Amen. My beloved, there is a three-letter word that lives in the minds of people across the country and across the world, especially in times like these. I took a few notes in my research. It says in the last 10 years, 10 years, from 2001 to 2011, we have had more tragedies in 10 years since recorded since the beginning of civilization. The last 10 years. And they said the last 10 years will be viewed in history as the most impacting tragedy written deadly time in well over 100 years. Why? In the midst of so much pain and tragedy, people are asking, why everywhere we go today, but, but we're not by any means the first to ask why. People have always expressed the, the sound, why, why? And what we must realize, church, is that why is one of the most important words in the English language. The dictionary informs us that why means for what reason is this happening? <laughs> what is the cause? What is the purpose? Why is the question that expects an answer that gives the reason for which something needs a response? It amazes me how sometimes we will look and ask why for certain people in certain situations and certain conditions and other situations we even ask the word why. We sometimes blame the victim and say they bad. They ain't no good. They need to get a job. Why is the question that God's people ought to be asking so that we can get some answers, so that a change will come? Somebody say, amen, amen. Oh, my beloved, in our scripture lesson this morning, how grateful we must be that the psalmist David knew what it was to be downcast and hurt and depressed and confused and even questioning. Look at your neighbor and say, it's okay. It's okay to fall apart sometimes. Absolutely. I'm sure God looks at us sometimes and he says, for God's sake, can you just be human? For God's sake, be if David had not been open to share his feelings, then, 
that we would have been deprived of many of his most helpful psalms. In our lesson today, here's David saying, he confesses, my tears, David said. David, a man, yes, men cry. Somebody help me. You better watch a man who don't cry now. You better watch a woman who don't show no <laughs> emotions. You better watch people who are loners and don't have anything to do with other people. David, the great king, the man, said, my tears have been my food for days and nights. And then he continues in verse 5 saying, why? Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you know you're blessed. Somebody say amen. You know you're blessed. But you wake up and you just don't feel good. You know God has given you all kinds of, of things and your bills are paid and your children are fine. And yet, when the news comes on or when you get energy from people who are going through things, you, you ask yourself, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. And why are you disquieting within me? And then David said in verse 9, he says, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? And again in verse 11, why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you sorrowful and upset within me? We don't like to feel depressed, but sometimes it is our depression that takes us to find answers to why. And so it's very common to go get medications. I'm not against that. They help you get over sometimes. But we want to be medicated to the point that we don't feel anything. Because if you don't feel good, we think, then you must not know God. We forget that even Jesus said, Lord, 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 if you can take this assignment from me in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was crying, Lord, if you can take this assignment from me. However, not my will, but thy will. Child of God, I believe that people who are in a healthy relationship with God are all wise people. My first job was in Harlem, New York City in the 60s at Harlem's worst time. And my question was always, why am I seeing this kind of poverty in the richest country in the world? There is I was in Compton in its worst time. Why? Why, God? These children are not bad. Their mamas have feelings when they lose their children. Why is the world ignoring Compton and blaming the victim for what's going on? Why? You can't be a Christian and not ask 
why? You can't just see things happening and not ask, why? You can't see the tragedies in the world today and say, why? Hey, God, what's up? What's happening? Keep our soul. Hey, God. It's so much. It's so much. And you can't run from it either. You can't even turn your TV off anymore. Because you're going to smell the smoke from the fires, even if you ain't seeing it on television. You're going to feel the fear of people everywhere you go, even if you're not in their situation. Because feelings are universal. And all humans have feelings in common. Now, David might have been depressed by his situation, and you might have been in David's situation, and it didn't depress you. But something else might depress you. So it's good when we all can get in tune with our feelings because feelings are universal. If one mama cries because they killed her child, then every mama who loses a child, we ought to feel her pain too. Because when we want to improve and when we want to get better and when we want things to change and when we want to correct mistakes and not repeat them, when we, when we want justice and peace and joy, we will become a people of the church who looks at the world and says, why is all of this happening? So not only of the overall situation that other people are in, but sometimes we need to look at our own selves. The psalmist is asking of himself, of himself, what in the world is wrong with me? What's, what's wrong with me? A anybody ask yourself that sometimes? What? What's wrong with me? I do. What's, what's wrong with me? How, how, how did I get to this place? Who, who, who or what makes me feel this way? When things go awry, when the unexpected happens, when disappointment comes, and burdens are weighing you down, you can feel depressed like David felt it. When what you thought was going to last falls apart, when you just knew the answer was yes, and you heard no, when you could taste that rage, from your job, only to find out the job was going bankrupt and you weren't going to get a penny. In fact, you see them coming with a pink slip. Why? When you hear of death and destruction every single day. Every day. Y'all know we hear about death and destruction every day. It's time to ask why. Why? You can get really depressed about the world today if you care. If you don't care, you don't, you don't have feelings about what's going on. But the church of Jesus Christ and those who call themselves Christians, we always care beyond our own situation. Why? church of people just killing people all around us in this country today. 
263 days in this year have been, there have been 262 mass shootings. Wow. Since January 2018 in this country, natural disasters are costing more than $60 billion so far. Why? Natural disasters happening all over this country, wildfires, hurricanes, blizzard storms, and floods, just to name a few. Look at your neighbor say, what makes your soul hurt? Oh, my beloved, asking the question, why? Asking the question, why? See, we just can't act like nothing is going on. And we can't act like we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I heard a lady the other day say, you know, people going off, I, I, she said, I don't understand why God allowed this to happen. We forget that most of the bad things that happen in life have nothing to do with God. They have more to do with our free will and the devil. It's God, God is not controlling us like republics. God never tells anybody to pick up a gun and go kill people. That's not God. We have to look at what we have done by showing humanity for the last 50 years the power of a gun. And making children and people insensitive to human life. God hasn't done that. We have. And so we love asking the question why shows that we care and shows that we want some answers so that bad things don't happen so often. Why is a question that is only asked from a concerning heart? We want to know why. Because as the church of Jesus Christ, we must know that human beings can change. Somebody say amen. We must know that taking a hurt human being and giving them the things that they need to be delivered from whatever is hurting them is possible. We need to know that there is an answer for the human condition that we can have a part of healing. We need to know that. And we need to ask ourselves, what are we doing to heal? What are we doing to heal America? Research says that in the richest country in the world, nobody has more things than we do. The highest crime rate today is in America and Canada. We can't ignore those things, church, because we are the church to transform the world. Is it an accident that as the church declines, morality declines? 
Is it an accident that as a church looks the other way, the world gets even crazier and crazier and crazier? Is it okay that because we don't go out to offer people God that they don't have a conscience or a will to stop doing what it is the devil tells them to do? What part is the church playing to get things back in order? It's our testing time. It's our testing. Oh, America, my soul is cast down and disquieted because I'm just tired of the devil having his way in a country who's going to say, in God we trust. In this country, I'm tired of all the nonsense going on. I'm tired of the enemy telling us that if we bow down and worship him, that he will give us things. <laughs> and then what he told Jesus, Jesus, look over the city of Jerusalem. You know what? If you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all of that. That's what we seek. That's what we've looked for. All of that. And now we have all of that. Only to discover that all of that can be destroyed in an instant. Because what's real is what is not seen. That's what the Bible says. What's real is what is not seen. What's real can't burn up in a fire. What's real can't be killed with a gun. What's real is the power of God inside of me. Oh, you might shoot me, but you can't kill me. <laughs> you might burn my house up, but that won't destroy me. Because what's real is what I know is limited. And so I seek, I seek the spiritual things in life, the spiritual things that keep you going no matter what, the spiritual things that will be there forever. God says, my word will be left when everything else is gone. I seek the things that will hold me and keep me from breaking in times like these. Songwriter says, in times like these, we need a, a savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. Be very sure, because don't you fool yourself. Whatever's happening all over the world could happen to you and me today. Be very sure. Be very sure. Don't love your job when you love God. Don't love your family when you love God. Don't love anything more than God. Love God because your anchor holds. And it ought to grip the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. We live in a time when there are people who've never been inside a church. Why? Oh, America, my soul is cast down. This choir. 
because I'm tired of the devil having his way in this country. I'm tired of all the nonsense going on in this country. I'm tired of people suffering in poverty in the richest country in the world. Why? The mentally ill are left on the street. Why? The homeless are left on the street. Why? This is the richest country in the world. Why isn't the government using my tax dollars to fix these things? Uncle Sam, what you doing with my money? In the richest country in the world, there is no excuse for all the poverty I see today. We have the food to feed everybody who's hungry. We have the money to put everybody on the street in a house. We have the money to put every sick, mentally ill person in some kind of healthy environment that will keep them safe from themselves and from us. We have the money for that. We just don't have the heart and the soul to demand that the devil get behind us and go out in the church and speak out. What's up, America? What's up with your bad self? Going around calling other countries third world and you got more crime than them. Who's really third world today? Going around calling other countries ignorant, but they don't throw their elders out. They don't have homeless people on the street. What's up, America? What's up? These people talk to everybody but the church. Over 80% of news people don't even go to church. That's what the research says. Who goes to church today? I bet people killing people, they don't go to church. Church left them out. That's why they're acting crazy. Many people on the street never went to church because... I once was young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken. <laughs> or his seed begging bread. The government is as sick as the government can be. And yet we put our faith in a person who's mentally ill. I didn't call no names, but I will if I have to. Why? Why? Why, America, why? But if we keep reading and if we hear David ask himself, what's wrong with you? Which is what all of us are. What can I do? What can I do? There's always a however, there is always a however, no matter what situation we find ourselves in. Praise God for the word. There is always a however. However, say however. however. 
Let me finish this verse in our Bible lesson. The Bible says that David stopped in his track. Sometimes, you know what, beloved? We too busy. Sometimes we need to take a time out. A time out to pray. A time out to seek God's face. A time out to read God's word. David stopped in the midst of his mind and he heard his heart speaking. And David's heart said, David, hope in God. Yeah, you're depressed. Yes, you're sad. Yeah, you're angry. Yes, you're upset. Yes, you have righteous indignation. But David, 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 hope in God. He said, David, this is his heart. For I shall again praise him, my help and my God. Here we find King David in the midst of his depression. Spain's that is answering the question that he asked of himself. Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my help and my God. We find David encouraging himself. Isn't that interesting? He didn't wait for somebody to come and take care of him because he was depressed. Look at your neighbor's face. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. So much fear and tragedies. You have to sometimes encourage yourself. So church, let us get a grip of this morning as we live in the midst of mass shootings and wildfires and blizzards and hurricanes and hit-and-run car accidents and disrespect for all human life and disobedience. To the word of God and the law, a nation filled with crime and hunger and hopelessness. Because during all of the tragedies that happen each and every day in our communities and in the world, as the church of Jesus Christ, as a child of the most high God, we must put out a heavenly answer to a godly wife. Because when we ask God why, it should always lead us to the godly answer and a godly solution accompanied by our godly, obedient action. The songwriter asked and then answered. This is, this is the old song, you know it. Why? The songwriter says, why should I feel discouraged? Should the shadows fall? Why? This was a this was a Christian. This is one of us saying this. This is a person who knew God. This is a person who had walked with God. This is a person who was saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. Asking, why should my heart? I know God. Why should my heart be lonely? And long for heaven and home. Why? When Jesus is my portion. 
I got to take my mind off of all the people in the world, of all the worldly stuff, and realize that his eyes, he's my more than enough. He's my everything. And his eyes are the little old sparrow. And I ought to know that he watches over me. And so even in the midst of everything that's going on in the outside, all in the inside, in the sanctuary, in worship on a Sunday morning, Here's the question. This courage in the midst of all this. And why?
There may be one here today. If you're not disturbed by the times, if, if you're not asking why and what we can do, then I would say you don't know God that well. We are his eyes. We, we are his feet. We, we are his hands. We say, God, what you going to do? And God is saying, what you going to do? Jesus said, when I leave, I'll leave with you the Holy Spirit. And greater works will you do on earth than I did. What you gonna do? Hallelujah, God. There may be one. I hear somebody saying, well, I can't do much, but I can pray. 
pray right. may be all you need to do. <laughs> because prayer does what? It changes things. What the church is doing is ignoring and being indifferent. Oh, please pray for it. Pray for the world. Pray for the unsaved. Pray for the hurting. Pray, church, pray. Comfort the people. People hurting so much today, you don't even have to say anything. All you need to do is just hug somebody. Do something to let the world know. God is still alive and well and powerful and merciful and compassionate. There may be one here today who would like to join the church of Jesus Christ and become a disciple of Christ as we transform the world. If you're here, we invite you to come if you don't want to Come down, just give me a call, let me know. God needs the church like never before. The devil did more stuff when Jesus was on the earth. Now we're Jesus. The devil ought to be getting a little scared by now. Because the church is going to rise up. The devil needs to be getting nervous right now because the church of Jesus Christ is getting ready for war. And we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. And God is my commander and chief. Rise up, church. We have work to do. You may be seated.